going to love this one. And it's intercepted. A rare mistake underthrown. And Ashton Davis comes up with the pick. And the Jets get very good field position. Eight for the first down. Wilson throw an end zone. Touchdown! Alan Lazard! What a drive! You can't play quarterback better than this. All these throws are perfect. If he doesn't go back shoulder there, that one's picked off. I don't think Brian Cook could believe where he put that ball. When does it end, folks? Been asking myself that for over 20 years now. Uh, it's just, you can only take so much, but we're still here. It's the Jetsway Podcast. Jake and Lorenzo tonight. And tonight's episode, of course, of the Jetsway Podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code Jetsway up until October 4th. Up to $500 in new customer deposits will be matched. You can't go wrong there. Must be 18 years or older in New York, New Jersey, and present. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-877-HOPE-NY and visit www.ncpgambling.org. Bro, if you could allow me to just uh, start us off here tonight because I, I just, I've been looking forward to this all day. I couldn't sleep last night. I'm just so sick and tired of it. And and Jet fans out there, you could go, you could tell me about all the missed opportunities. You could tell me how the quarterback fumbled the ball. You can go on and tell me about the missed field goal. You can go on and tell me about Tyler Conklin dropping the ball in the end zone, the coaching decisions, which I will most certainly be getting to. You can tell me about the defense. But let's be honest, Jet fans, we got hosed last night. That was a flat-out robbery by the officials last night. Let's call it how it is. I don't want to hear about any of that, bro. All right? I'll, let me go to two flags that turned the whole direction of this game. Number one, I think more importantly, this was the this was the deciding factor in the game that nobody wants to talk about. And the coach even agreed with it as well. Connor McGovern, illegal man downfield. What a bogus call that was. After we get a 50-yard run by Brees Hall, where it doesn't look like Hall, who looks incredible, but his legs are not fully back under him. I think that's why he's only getting six carries or so a game. And and look, I, I need Brees Hall to be healthy for the long haul. If, if he's not, if his legs aren't under him, let, let's not, you know, mess with that. He's too important to the franchise. But I never want to see Dalvin Cook ever play again for the Jets. He's horrible. Was I wrong about that one? But that was a bogus call because we had all the momentum, right? Tie game, Brees Hall takes it to midfield from deep inside the Jet territory, 40-yard run. And then a perfect play call by Nathaniel Hackett, who was coaching his stones off last night. Nathaniel Hackett called a great game. Enough with Nathaniel Hackett. He, he did a great job last night getting Gibson involved. I liked it all. But that penalty killed all the momentum because, bro, that was points right there. That was a 10-yard first down. We were getting in field goal range right there. Who knows? Maybe the Jets go out to score a touchdown. That was a huge drive killer, momentum killer for the Jets last night that took points off the board. And that, that call should not have been called. I was listening to our good buddy Joe Beningo today on the fan, and Salah even said McGovern wasn't downfield. That was a robbery right there. And number two, I mean, look, we were robbed. It could have been an epic finish last night, right? And it just all the conspiracy theorists out there, they have a case because, look, what sells better? 2-0 and with the Swifties and Taylor Swift, who, by the way, wasn't even the best-looking girl in, in the booth last night that she was in. Right? I mean, she was with Blake Lively, folks. But still, I, I, enough of Taylor Swift. Go write another stupid love song that nobody cares about. I don't think she's any good at singing. I don't care. And look, if you're a grown man and you consider yourself a Swiftie, you got to look yourself in the mirror here. Well, enough. Don't do, do not call yourself that in public, please. But I, I, I'm done looking at her. Travis Kelsey, who the Jets did a good job on all night, 
I'm done. It, it, look, that's not the storyline, though, right? Nobody wants to hear about Zach Wilson, of all people, leading the Jets to a comeback because the average Joe Schmo loser out there that loves Taylor Swift more than football doesn't care about Zach Wilson. It doesn't sell. So you know what? Eh, let's stick it up the Jets' ass once again, right? We do it every single week on a weekly basis anyway, right, the officials? So they did it to us there. The, the flag was thrown when, when Michael Carter II, ironically enough, Michael Carter II, second year in a row, Michael Carter II has a momentum-changing, season-defining interception, potentially, right? Nope, we're just going to hose the Jets here again if we're the officials. But don't worry, an apology could be coming this week from the guys in New York. What a disgrace, bro. We were hosed. I, look, we could talk about all the other things. We were flat-out robbed last night. Period. I'm disgusted by it all, bro. And Rodney Harrison, what a disgrace that guy is, too. Everybody's out there laughing at the Jets still. We're still the laughing stock of the league. And I say it all the time on this podcast. We got to overcome become, being the Jets, first and foremost. We, we're, it's never going to be easy for us. We got to overcome this stuff. What a disgrace. And the head coach, I'm going to let you go, bro, but I am so disgusted with this guy, too. It's not even funny. The way he managed that game last night and how soft he is. Sick yeah, of it. I'm, uh, I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. I thought that penalty on McGovern was obviously huge. I thought the missed holding on on Jermaine Johnson was, oh, was there too. Flat out embarrassing. Like everybody can see that. Come on, that's not listen. I thought that was I thought that one was worse than the the sauce the sauce hold that they call. I think both are very bad, but you can clearly see Jermaine Johnson being held for about 10 seconds there. That all that all sucks. And it just shows you how I just I, let me backtrack. I thought we it got was very, screwed, bro. Call it I how thought it was is. very no, no. I thought it was very weird how the NFL is like even pregame, bro. Why is this? It's a football game. Like, listen, people can like or dislike Taylor Swift. I don't care. But why is she the vocal point of the marketing for an NFL football game when she's having a dating relationship with a player? Like, has it ever happened before with any? Yeah, like, well, artist? I got some you know ideas I mean? like, about that one. <laughs> It's like, did you see the NBC pregame, bro? It was yeah, like, th- th- yeah, you wouldn't I'm even like, think a football game happening? was going on tonight. I'm like, bro, I this joke. is absolutely absurd. This is absurd. It's just absurd to me. I get it. NFL is probably trying to do marketing on their part, but why are they posting whatever they posted under their social media after after the Chiefs won? Like, do it all with Swifties. What is that about? The, I I think that was disrespect. Like, just it's it's uncalled for in my opinion, but. Dude, it's we lost. You know, you know what this game reminded me of the Vikings game from last year, where there oh, was. We didn't get robbed though that game. I mean, you know true, what this? But, this but there was reminds me of the Patriot game last year. I would say a little bit of both, but like we ha- even with the calls, like there were so many little plays that if it just like, like the Brees Hall run that could have been a touchdown last year. If, if Conklin doesn't trip, that's a touchdown. If if Michael Carter catches the oh. ball. That's a few, that's three points. That's a field goal. If our kicker doesn't hit the 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 post, that's another three points. So, a lot of missed opportunities, but also the refs didn't give us a chance in the end. I'm glad you brought up Michael Carter. I don't want to forget this. Get rid of Michael Carter right now, please. You want to yell at the coaches? You're lucky to even be on the team, Michael Carter. Go yell at the coaches some more. Catch the ball. You're here for you, one job. I'll tell you this though about Michael Carter. I think I would rather him than Dalvin Cook. I got a better solution to both of them. Let's get Izzy up and running. 100%. 100%.
Izzy's got the juice, man. In the preseason, he was making guys miss. Izzy can catch the ball out of the backfield. Let's go. Let's get the young fella back there behind Brees Hall. I'm so sick and tired of looking at Dalvin Cook. He's such a momentum killer on these drives. He Really, he's running yeah. in freaking uh, quicksand over there. He's done. He's shot. He don't even want to be here. All right? And enough of Dalvin Cook. And also, after that Connor McGovern ridiculous, bogus, illegal man downfield penalty, what do we do? We hand it off to Dalvin Cook for a few yards. What? That was the only play call I didn't love for the night. And also, look, we got to get to the head coach right now. Because, yes, we were screwed by the officials first and foremost. And thank you for pointing out that ridiculous no call on that holding penalty on Jermaine Johnson. Who, by the way, you need to sell that a little bit more if you're Jermaine Johnson. You got to throw your hands up. You got to do something. Instead, he's hitting the guy in the freaking helmet instead. You got to sell that a little bit more if you're Jermaine Johnson. But this coach, I have some issues, bro. All right. First and foremost, why in God's name are you not going for it on fourth and one? What are you doing? We're playing the defending champs, Patrick Mahomes over here. And Chris Collinsworth, who I'm not going to get on Collinsworth because he was rooting for the Jets the whole game. Yeah. You could tell <laughs> he wanted to see Zach Wilson come back and win that game. Collinsworth was rooting for the Jets, but he he did the typical announcer jinx. He goes, well, if you miss this, you're going to give Patrick Mahomes great field position here. And what does he do? He misses it. But don't worry. The pro bowler, CJ Mosley, Finally hung on to an interception after he dropped what could have changed the whole game the drive before. I mean, C.J. Mosley never. I mean, he made a nice tackle or two last night. I mean, he didn't look completely slow. But, my God, can you catch the ball? Every week, this guy drops an easy interception. Catch the ball. You're getting paid amongst the highest off-ball linebackers in the league. Catch the ball, C.J. Mosley. God. But, anyway, back to the coach. You got to go for it. That's four down territory. You got to radio in to hack it. Hey, hack it. We're running the ball here with Brees Hall on third down. You know why? Because we're going to go for it on fourth down and set our kicker up for success. 52 is no chip shot. All right? 52 is not a gimme. We got to get closer, hack it. Fourth down. No, 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 no. No shotgun. Under center. Up the gut. Brees Hall. Fall forward. Let's go. Instead, we're coaching like scared chicken shit out there, you know, calling shotgun and all this other nonsense on third and short. Run the ball. What are you doing? This is the Chiefs, not the Raiders. He didn't, it's like Solid didn't want to be embarrassed last night. What a disgrace that was. And of course, the team, I got to give this guy credit too, our good buddy Donnie, who, you know, is the most miserable soul on earth, but he brought up a great point here. 33 to nothing we're getting outscored or 30 to nothing in the first quarter this year. This team's never prepared to play. Why is it? This team never looks ready to play football and they get pushed around that vaunted defensive line. And by the way, has anybody seen Quentin Williams since he's been extended? Where's he been? What a joke that's been. He's got to show up and make plays. That's a joke. He even got a half a sack on that. That wasn't his sack. Good God. He's got to play better. But still, we get pushed around on that opening drive every single week. And this guy's on Michael K today, and he blames the coin toss. Are you kidding me? Get your team ready to play. So, bro, what is with this team in, in just never starting? Like, let's give the defense a lead. We haven't had a lead yet this year. One thing about last night that I took, took away from the game was that, like, when we're coaching and playing aggressively – we're a, a team that's to be reckoned with. Like, 
you saw the offensive game plan change tremendously from what they did against the Patriots. And look, Zach's looking like a competent quarterback. I'm I agree. Not getting on Zach. I I agree with that with your take on the on the fourth down. I think we got to just play and coach aggressively, man. I, I hate playing scared because, like, even before, like when they even early in the year when they weren't quote unquote giving Zach the keys to offense, like everybody in everybody's defense knew we were running the ball on first and second down more than likely. They put they stacked eight in the box before. Now that you saw the Chiefs try to do it and it wasn't working. You got to open up the playbook. You got to stop playing scared. Um, and and Salah was getting me. I I can see his time. You know, depending on how the rest of this year goes, man. I I need to see more because that record is not good. And it's you know it's been three years. We, I'm sorry, but we need we need more. Eleven and twenty six as Jets coach, and he's one and nine in his last ten games. Mm. I'm sorry, it's not good enough. It isn't. It's it's not good enough. And I'm so sick and tired of this freaking guy going up there and being Mr. Nice Guy with everybody, right? After the game, take the fine, coach. Show some stones, all right? If Woody was a competent owner, he'd pay the fine. The only way things are going to change and we're not going to get hosed out there is if you get up there and say, this is ridiculous. Last year, hosed against the Patriots on a bogus roughing the passer against John Franklin Myers. We were hosed week two with Franklin Myers against Dallas. That was a joke. And now tonight, Michael Carter again. Another momentum-shifting interception negated by penalty. And I got to be honest with you, bro. I didn't think that flag was going to be on uh, on, on uh, a sauce on that play. I thought it was roughing the passer on C.J. Mosley because he lit him up. I was waiting for that, and I was going to lose it even more. Salah's got to get up there and say, this is unacceptable. I need to have a word with somebody. That's We get paid too much money, and the stakes are too high in this league every week for you to blow calls like that. Biggest point in the game. It shouldn't come down to a call. It's got to be blatantly obvious. Get up there and show it, coach. And also, Rodney, today, this pissed me off too. Rodney Harrison, what a disgrace that guy is, all right? What an unprofessional interview. I don't care how bad Zach's been. You don't do that to a kid. The kid's 23 years old trying to make it in the league. He's literally a kid compared to you. And you're doing that to him in front of the whole world? What a joke, bro. He should be fired. He should not have the right to be up there on the airwaves on a weekly basis in front of all of America if that's how he's going to conduct himself. That's horrible. So many people are qualified to have that position. He does that? Terrible. And credit to Chris Jones for not taking the bait either. But still, you know what you should say, Salah? Yeah, he called and apologized this morning. But you know what? We don't we don't accept his apology. Look, you don't have to say we don't accept his apology, but you could say that stuff doesn't fly. That wasn't cool. We have Zach's back. We got something. And you know what? This is a memo to everybody out there that agrees with Chris jo- with Rodney Harrison because, look, it's not just Rodney Harrison. Everybody hates the Jets. The league hates the Jets. The officials hates the Jets. The commissioner, everybody hates the Jets. There's no friends outside this building, Sala. It's either you're with us or you're against us. It's us literally against the whole world. We don't just got to beat the team every single Sunday. We got to beat the world. We got to overcome being the Jets. It'll never be easy. We'll never get the breaks. We got to overcome this, coach. You got to be cut out for this. That's why I don't know what, what this guy's doing. These guys aren't your friends in the league. The media is not your friends. They hate the Jets too. And this guy's like, oh, everything's great. You know, we'll sing Kumbaya and all that. Screw that. You think Dan Campbell would be up there saying that everything's cool? Hell no. I'm, I'm so sick and tired of the nice guy antics, bro. Everything's fine. You know, coaching scared. He is just a scared he he's not cut out for this, I fear. 
And, and he seems like a nice guy. You know, Joe said he's a nice guy to us. I don't doubt that. He could be the nicest guy in the world, but he does not look cut out for this. And I'm getting sick and tired of this on a weekly basis, bro. I want someone in here with some stones. And that's going to be with us. Man, I, you said it perfectly. I mean, listen, it, last night after the game, and I don't, usually, I don't usually do this anymore, but I turned into the SNY post game because I said, I want to see this man talk about the penalties a a after the game last night. And I'll be honest, I wanted him to go off. I get it. He went, he, yep. he got the flag at the end of the game. That's cool. I get it. But I'm so, I would have liked to see him back up his team more. And he very well, you know, could listen. I had those same fears about him as a coach at this moment because, dude, the record is bad. And like you said, the team never comes out with like a fire under their ass, bro. It's like, it's, we're always playing from behind. And that is, that comes down to coaching and being prepared. And I don't see that times, uh, you know, when we come back from these, from these deficits, that's great. That shows that the team is willing to play hard, all that good stuff. But we got to come out in the first quarter, like it's the fourth quarter, like we're already down seven, nothing. Even the fact that he deferred, um, um, to get his defense on the field first. Why can't we have the ball first and move the ball and 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 dictate the game? Yep. Why can't yep. we do that? Why do we always have to be on defense first? I get it. You know the 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 teams like to have the ball in the second half, and it honestly almost worked out for us. But I want to I want to stop playing with that mentality. I want to start off strong and 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 keep that momentum going throughout the rest of the game. We got to strike first. And look, man, you're one and nine. Your job is on the line. What do you have to lose if you go up there and do something and stand by your guys and go off? You know what? Maybe something will change because if we're not doing that, nothing's going to change. You know what gets changed? Public outcry. If Sal is up there going off on, at his post-game press conference, that goes viral. A lot of people are going to be like, good job, coach, and put the pressure on the league. So the refs, the look, I'm telling you, bro, like this is a real thing. I'm not trying to be some crazy conspiracy theorist. You don't think the league tells the refs what to look for in these games. You don't think the refs are out there eyeing things, looking for any possible way to screw the Jets. A hundred percent they are, or just teams in general. If that's in the back of their minds and the league is telling them, telling them that before the game, hey, we can't have this again. You see this? We can't have any more bad publicity about this. They're going to think twice about throwing flags, and you might start getting breaks going your way if you're Robert Sala. And Lord knows this franchise and coach in general, he they need all the breaks they can get. So I'm just so disgusted about all that. It's not even funny, man. Like the, uh, the team takes the personality of their head coach. We saw it with Rex. Those guys in 09 and tw in 2010, man, they'll punch you in the mouth and they're going to keep going. They keep their foot on the – that was all gas, no breaks. They kept their foot on that gas the whole game, and that team played inspired for Rex. They Look, teams could love their coach all they want. Everybody loved Todd Bowles, but he was the walking zombie, man, and that team played like it. And it's looking like that with Robert Sala. Everybody's buddy-buddy. They're not out there ready to play inspired from the jump. And then when it's too late, they start turning it on. No, 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 no. We want to go from the jump. And one thing I'm going to credit, and I hate doing this because, look, the Lions are not exactly a model franchise, but in my opinion, they figured it out. They got themselves two leaders in, in Campbell and Holmes. One thing about Dan Campbell, even when the Lions were not very good that first year with Jared Goff, that team showed up ready to play every single week. Even when they lose, you don't go out there and say that team wasn't prepared and that team wasn't ready to play. He gets his guys ready every single week. And I wanted Dan Campbell, too, when the Jets hired Adam Gase. Go check the receipts. But look... Coach, you got to get these guys on track. This is a must-win game in Denver this week. You cannot go out there flat on the road, period. 
Get these guys ready. Maybe take the ball on the road, right? Zach was looking good. And look, and look, man, I, I am as negative as it gets when it comes to Zach, and I would be the first one to tell you. I don't want to hear any Jeff fans say that Zach lost the game for them. He didn't lose the game. And I appreciate Zach taking accountability for it and, sh and showing some progress as a leader. And, and I'm not sitting here saying to you, bro, that Zach Wilson's the future of the franchise. Zach Wilson's going to be a star like Brandon Tierney, who I like. But I'm just sitting here saying, that was encouraging for Zach, but we need to see it on a consistent basis. And I was happy for Zach. I really was. I, I, I'm i not sitting here. You know me, bro. I want to see this team win so badly. I could care less about being right if I'm negative. I really don't. I Look, what, you know, there's really no incentive for me to be right. I, I, this was as painful as it got. And I'm not getting on that kid for fumbling a snap when there was a bunch of other miscues. And at the end of the day, whether he fumbled the snap or not, this team was flat out hosed last night, and the coach sat, sat back and took it. I know he got the flag or whatever at the end of the game, but that ain't public right there. You need to put the league on blast and take that fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, man, and, and just going back to the coaching staff, I completely agree. And, man, then, next week is a must-win game for us. And I don't – This is it. it yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's after that, it's the Eagles, and I get it. After the bye, it's um, – little little easier easier for us but we got to win this game man and we got to i don't want to i don't want a close game i want to show everybody last week wasn't a fluke this is who we are now and this is how we're going to play moving forward i need to see that because that that's what we need that's what we need man and, and and back to zach um i thought he had a really good game um i was very encouraged to see what he was doing and and i also credit nathaniel hackett for putting in a great game plan um but it's good to see that he he came back from from being publicly skewed like all week after the Patriots game and and deservingly so. But um, this just shows how, how much he's improved from last year. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. I thought the game plan was perfect. It it really was. They were throwing a good amount on first down. We were finally utilizing these three tight ends that we have, and it's no coincidence. And if you look back at all of Zach Wilson's best games in his career. The tight end has a big game in all of them. At least one tight end is doing something, and we're finally utilizing these tight ends. This kid on play action, when you roll him out, can make things happen. And look, he's starting to learn that if the first read isn't there, he can just check it down to these tight ends and then get yards after the catch. And we're using these tight ends vertically. Jeremy Rucker needs to be on the field more, bro. He might be our best tight end at the end of the day. And I'm not going to get on Conklin for dropping that touchdown pass either. That was a tough catch, and he had Michael Carter wide open too in the flat. I mean, who knows if Michael Carter would have caught the ball. It's clearly not a given anymore. But still... Um, he had that and, and he missed Garrett Wilson. That was a tough throw. That's a throw that Aaron Rodgers makes in his sleep, by the way, I might add. And and speaking of Rodgers, I just want to hear what you have to think about this, too, because I, I, I don't know if this is just me being really nitpicky with the coach, but how it's a little bit of an indictment, in my opinion, that you needed Aaron Rodgers to hop on a plane from Malibu to come restore order to the locker room this week. I mean, you can't do it as a coach. You're the head coach of the team. You need Rodgers to come back and do that now. Well, right. Like. What are we doing here if you're Salah? I don't think that's a, a glaring, you know, this this does not look good for Salah, in my opinion. I completely agree because as a head coach, like, this is your team. Granted, Aaron Rodgers is obviously a Hall of Famer, a great player, but he's still a player at the end of the, at the, end of the day. You are the head coach. You're the, the leader of this of this franchise, almost. Um, and I think that's a little bit concerning because, one, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be here every week. So to rely on someone who is – you know, it's not consistently there. It, that's not a, a recipe for success. 
Um, I mean, it's great that we have him at our disposal and he's, you know, available to be on the field and kind of coach Zach up a little bit because obviously we saw the difference from, from the Patriots game to this week. But um, I, I think I, I fear that Robert Sala is, is almost at some point going to lose the locker room because of like things like that. Well, that look, I know there's no moral victories and, before everyone harps on me for thinking that this is a moral victory there, there are, there's two things in my opinion that you could take away from this game that even though we didn't win number one, the locker room is not fractured. You could tell now the locker room is behind Zach. He played well enough where the locker room is still in order. They're not going to go out there and question, you know, if this kid's the right guy next week, they're going to go out there and they're going to play for this kid next week as a result. This was a good stepping stone for Zach. Hopefully, I pray to God that he can follow it up with another good performance next week against a brutal Denver defense that can be had, especially vertically. I want to see some deep passes. This kid has a good arm, and I want to see it on display on Sunday. But also, I don't know if you noticed this, bro, and even the defense, they just need a little something. Like They're kind of like us as fans, right, where if things aren't going right on the offensive side of the ball, we're not moving the ball, they start questioning, like, should we even try hard? And then us fans are like, let's turn this nonsense off. Like we can't even watch this defense is feeling the same way. That safety, just getting on the board. And even the, the little things that the offense was doing, even though it was like, what, 17-9 at one point, right? After the first touchdown, the defense just needed that little bit of momentum to get the big stops and the big turnovers. You see, this is a totally different defense. When the offense is moved, they feed off of the offense. This isn't like the, the offense is not feeding off of the defense for this team. It's the other way around, man. When this defense, they have a second gear that they, when they hit that second gear, they're flying all over the field. They're wreaking havoc. I'm telling you, I see it with my own two eyes. This is a totally different defense. That's why I agree with you. And not a lot of people really did, to be honest with you, because I would have taken the ball and made a statement and given that defense a chance to have a lead. And even if we were just moving the ball, we could have flipped field position. And you know what? The Jets were winning the field position battle for the most po most part last night. I thought they had very good field position for most of the game. Stuff like that can go a long way when you're talking about winning or losing a game and keeping the morale of the team high because obviously this is a sensitive locker room right now. But you know what? You got to stack up these type of performances because if you feel like you have a chance to win every single week, it goes a long way, bro. And, and I'm just hoping to God that, you know what? It's not a moral victory, but, you know, hopefully we could take something from this game and get a much-needed win next week and then go from there. I'm not talking about the schedule for the rest of the season. This is a one-week-at-a-time operation if we want to do something something in general. No, I completely agree. And I and it's funny that you said that about the defense because I, in the first, I guess, first quarter, as a fan, I was like, yeah, I'm going to turn this off by halftime. Like, that's how the game felt. I was like, yep. Imagine just... playing in it. <laughs> you know, and the defense kind of had that 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 feel to it. And like you said, the, the safety was a huge, huge play for us, man. It started, it started it all for us, but um, yeah, man, I need to see this offense. Great. It, it was a great game plan. Great game against the chiefs. Great, but let's not be the same old jets and have, and, and put up a dud on the road against the Broncos. We need to come out like this is a must win game because frankly, and, and I know, I know you don't want to talk about the schedule, but you know who we have after the Broncos. Yeah. And I, we can't, can be we had. can't, yeah. but they can be had, bro. They're not playing very well. A hundred percent. But that's still a tough. It's it's still a team like the Chiefs where it it can come down to one play or it can come down to, you know, missed opportunities and things like that. And and those are hard games to win. But I just want to come out with. I want to come out. I want to see Zach do this again. That's what I want as a fan because after last night's game, granted we lost, 
I was more upset of how we lost than the actual result. I didn't come in expecting to win, but obviously the fact that the 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 game the the plays at the end of the game kind of dictated dictated the win or loss. Um, but I I was more excited to see what the offense was doing, and I was like, wow, okay, we can definitely continue to 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 do this moving forward. And and look, you nailed it on the head, bro. Because look, I don't care what you tell me, Jet fans. You could tell me this, you could tell me that. The two best performances of the year just so happened to come on primetime TV against the Bills, who, I don't know, have you seen the Bills since the Jets beat them week one? They, they look like the best team in the NFL right now with the Niners. You see what they did to that Dolphins offense yesterday? They made them look like freaking JV players out there. Buffalo completely romped them. And then also hanging in with the defending champs. You cannot tell me that there's not a team in the league, if we play at our best, that we don't have a puncher's chance against. The one thing that I will say that I am concerned about with this defense and some things I think that we can correct with it, the mobile quarterback, we got to do a better job of containing these quarterbacks. We got to have a spy on guys like Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson can move around a little bit next week. I could see him maybe making some things happen with his legs if the Jets don't contain him. And then, look, we're looking at the schedule. Jalen Hurts, he's really going to make the Jets pay with his legs if we don't get that corrected. So that's something that concerns me. The defensive line, we got to see Bryce Huff out there on a consistent – he's the, he's the Jets' best edge rusher. Get him out there. Carl Lawson, uh, make him healthy and active. I don't care anymore about Carl Lawson. Will McDonald, he's getting, they were running his side, bro. As soon as he was out there, they were running at him. He's too undersized. I, I don't know what the Jets are going to do. I don't want to be too harsh on the kid. But look, it's looking like he's another one of those Jet first-round draft choices. I hope he bulks up. I hope he develops. But he's a little bit of an older player. It's worrisome that the guy can't really get on the field, and he's such a liability when he's on the field. But – Maybe he can be a guy that can help out with those QB contains and set in the edge. He's a fast guy. If you get a guy like Jalen Hurts out there, Josh Allen, all the faster quarterbacks in the league, Will McDonald can run with those guys and maybe contain them somewhat. So I don't know. This defense needs to make some big changes. And if Brandon Eccles is hurt, I want to see some freaking movement in that cornerback in that cornerback room because, bro, Bryce Hall is abysmal. He falls down. What are you doing? He falls down. It's the Kadarius Tony is running a freaking wheel route out of the backfield. And we got Bryce Hall falling down. What are you doing, Bryce Hall? And then he's covering Travis Kelsey. As soon as Mahomes sees Bryce Hall, 37 out there, he goes, oh, here we go. Here's an easy completion. Enough with Bryce Hall. It's done. The Jets are playing this cover three, cover two zone. That's not Bryce Hall's game. He is a man-to-man corner. Get him out of here. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but dude, he can't play. It's as simple as that. Bro, I, you know what's funny? So when that play happened, when he fell, I was like, yo, who is 37? I like about took, him. It took me a minute. I said, wow, they, because I forgot Eccles got hurt. And obviously he, he's the next man up. But yeah, man, whenever he's in the game, the, the quarterback is licking his chops. He is yeah. licking his chops. And just, and just imagine if he played like consistently. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, you know, obviously Tony Adams being hurt doesn't help with the the depth in that in that um in that in that room. But honestly, I thought Ashton Davis had a solid yep. solid performance. I really did. So I don't know if that can continue, <laughs> but he looked pretty pretty solid last night. Jets need Adams back. Amos is definitely out of position. He he's not a yeah. center field free safety. There were some lapses in coverage last night. Uh, Amos was doing his best, but that's just not where he is. So um, hopefully we can get Adams back. The, the rest of the secondary, look, those guys, the defense, I'm not going to get on them. I know they came out and they were down 17-0. I'm not going to put that solely on them. That That's an indictment on the coaching staff to me. 
I thought the defense, even though Mahomes and Reed were starting to adjust to that Jets defense, I thought towards the end they were starting to really hit them. And that's the biggest downfall of this Jet defense. If you get the ball out quick and you hit the quick passes and you start getting the end of rounds going and you start hitting them on the perimeter, they can be had. And that's an adjustment that Robert Sala and company needs to keep in mind for the future because teams are adjusting to this Jet defense. They are. So I don't know what we're going to do from there, but I, I, I trust the defense to get it. Remember last year, we didn't really hit our stride until about this point in the season when it was about Halloween time, you know, middle of October. It was really that Pittsburgh game where I thought we really hit our stride last year. That's when things really started to trend upwards for the defense and really the whole team up until AVT and Brees got hurt. By the way, revenge game this week for Brees and AVT. Those guys better go there. This game in Denver, it's personal this week, man. You got Nathaniel Hackett, the worst coaching job ever. You're going back there to Denver. Let's go. Let's show them what Zach Wilson's got this week. Brees and AVT, our season ended there last year when you two went down. Let's go. It's revenge time. Let's get to two and four, and let's just go from there. I, I, I'm not going to be, you know, negative Nancy down on the team, killing everybody. You know, th there were some things that obviously I didn't like last night, but still, we got to move on from this. We got screwed. We're always going to get screwed. Won't be the first time. Won't be the last time we get screwed by the league and the officials. Just think, Jet fans, we got to hang in there. Because one day we're going to stick it to everybody. We're going to stick it to every Rodney Harrison, Bill Belichick, the clowns on the fan, ESPN, whatever, the league, the commissioners, all these morons that don't watch any football. They're watching for Taylor Swift and laughing at the Jets. One day we're going to stick it to them all. All these trolls on Twitter. Nope. One day it'll be our time. We got to hang in there. Because when the, when that day comes, it's going to be one of the best days of our lives. And we're going to, I'm telling you, bro, it will happen one day. I refuse to live in a world where I have no hope. Because if, if, if I have no hope, what the hell am I rooting for this team for? One day it's going to happen. You got to believe it. You got to manifest it. Is it going to happen this year? No, it's not. But still, hopefully this year can be a stepping stone towards that. With Aaron Rodgers coming back and the greatest comeback in the history of sports, hopefully next year. Just hang in there, Jet fans. That's all awesome. I'm saying. Hopefully we win this week. Hopefully, man. Now, one thing I will say, and, and the a lot of the AFC is two and two, one and I three. Know. So it stings. It stings even more. It stings, but listen, it's the season isn't done. The season is is very far from done. And look, you have number eight talking about playing at some point again this yeah. year. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but <laughs> you know. I, I don't I'm not going to comment and live in, you know, happy fantasy land here. Ideally, in an ideal world for me, we're playing in New England week 18 for Bill Belichick's farewell tour in New England. And we get Rogers back and we stick it to him and then we go to the playoffs. Wouldn't that be nice? But I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. We need to win this game this week in Denver. It is full force. Full. It, it, look, it's all gas or no break. This, or, Yeah, it's all gas, no break this week if you're Salah. Because if you lose this week, forget it. You might not last towards the end of the season. You might not get your year with Aaron Rodgers next year. This is it. You got to treat this game like a damn playoff game. It needs to be that intensity from the kickoff to the end. Period. Get this team ready to play. Seriously. That's listen, you said it, you said it perfectly, man. We this game is huge for us. This game is huge for us. And obviously we're gonna take it one game at a time, but we gotta have this one. My last points is, bro, we, we kind of said it already tonight. Get Izzy up and running. Maybe play McDonald more. I, I don't really – that one, look, I can live with or without it. We got to play Bryce off more. I know that. Get Ruckert more involved. Dalvin Cook, I, I don't even – I don't care about Dalvin Cook anymore at this point in the year. I hope to see Izzy. Get Gibson more involved. We saw it on the end of the round to Gibson. 
Good things happen when you get the ball to 82. He's He can make something happen at any point. I would honestly love to see maybe if, like, McCall Hardman, we finally saw him start to play a little bit. Randall Cobb made a nice play, I thought, on that third down. It was a good throw by yeah. Wilson. By the way, Wilson was making throws that I've never seen him make in three years Dots. here. Dots. Dots. We've never <laughs> seen Zach Wilson play the quarterback position like this. I get it. He fumbled the game away. But like I said, he wasn't the reason why we lost. But still, nice play by Randall Cobb there to get that first down on that drive. And also, Alan Lazard, who gets a lot of hate for no reason by Jet fans. Alan Lazard is a good football player. Uh, just leave the guy alone. He gets open. Well, hopefully, Zach starts finding him more. And it, it would have been nice at that flea flicker. But, of course, the offensive line. Who, by the way, let's go. Keep the keep this five in unison the rest of the year. Let's get some continuity. Let's get some chemistry up there. The line's been playing pretty fine. Joe Tittman, he, Chris Jones took his money, uh, his lunch money, on that one. Uh, I think it was like, what, yeah. a first down? It's like a, he took his lunch money there. But Chris Jones is awesome. Uh, and Makai Becton, he's playing. Hopefully he plays a full season. He didn't play the greatest, but they're starting to get a little bit of rhythm. I thought the line played pretty fine. That's something to be encouraged about. You can't be – and I tell this to our good buddy Donnie all the time. You can't be negative about every last thing every day. What's the point of that, bro? Really, there's no point in that. I'm not trying to be – I hope uh, – I hope I'm not coming off as too much as a homer tonight. I think I've been my fair share of negative, but a lot of people say I'm too negative as it is, but who cares? I think that there's some things that we can finally look forward to, hang our hats on, and let's just see how the week goes. Let's let's see it this week. Let's see it again. And then, you know what? If, if it don't happen for us, we can say that last week was an anomaly and we can start going crazy because, what you know, then it'll be really over. And then then all bets are off, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's the mindset I have, man. I, I was very encouraged with a lot of things last night. I thought just the addition of Joe Titman to this offensive line is has been a blessing in disguise. He should have been playing all along, in my opinion. Indictment um, on the coaching staff. Yeah. We didn't play our best five, like Silas said. Yeah. And um, listen, even though Makai, I don't think he had the best game last night. I think he's still been pretty solid overall. He's playing, yeah. He's, he's playing. He Guys switched positions damn near three times <laughs> since mm-hmm. August. Um, he's playing, he's healthy. That's, that's, that's good for me. Um, I, I love the addition of, um, of Gibson in there. I want to see more McCole Hardman. I just want to use our speed, um, and, and not rely on guys who are, have lost a step or two. That's just my honest opinion. Um, I think Randall Cobb is good for, for small situations. He made a good play last night. Good for him, but I don't want to see Dalvin cook, um, with this many snaps anymore. If I'm being honest, he's, he's no, he don't want to be here. He has lost not, he has lost a couple steps and yeah. he's missed holes and, we have other guys in the running back room that could that can make those plays. Um, it is. That, I, I kind of how... miss Bam Knight a little bit now. Low key. <laughs> Low key. Low key. Low key. I mean, uh, you're not wrong. Very high key at this point. But <laughs> you're right. You're right, man. Everything you said was right. Another thing about the O-line, Tipman AVT for the next 10 years on the right side. Enough. I'm done screwing with people. Tipman's the right guard. AVT's the right tackle. And, and it, look, for no negotiation, AVT is our right tackle of the future. Good tackles don't just grow on trees, especially for this Jet franchise. How many left and right tackles have we gone through since Brick left? And since really D. Wood left in, yeah. in 2010 on the right side? A lot. So, you know what? If AVT is playing good at right tackle, we're going to leave him alone. Let's get some interior guys. I mean, really, we just need a center in my opinion. And if you want to move Tipman to center and you can sell me on a big-time guard in the draft, fine. We can have a conversation. But AVT... He's the right tackle for the next 10 years for this Jets franchise. Yeah, I completely agree. And listen, man, 
you, you brought it up before, but Jeremy Ruckert uh, should be playing a lot more. He's very yep. good in the blocking game. We saw, you know, the reception he made last night. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of his, and I think he should be in the field more. Good for CJ Uzama though, getting getting a couple catches, a touchdown. I thought that was pretty good. Um, don't really have too many negative things to think about the tight end room right now. To be Dude, honest, that touchdown pass to Uzama was not. I mean, bro, that two that that two point conversion was electric. I don't yeah. care if you hate Zach Wilson or you love it. That that two point conversion got me really fired up, and I really hope that the kid has some confidence next week. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes telling you to be confident. Got my good buddy LeBron James, you know, <laughs> telling you <laughs> that to be confident. Like, bro, the world, the world. Zach Wilson went from a punchline to like a guy that people are rooting for in the span of a week. A week, bro. And, and that could all change if you go out there and lay an egg. And hopefully, the kid has some confidence. And that all starts with the coaching staff. Let the kid play quarterback. We saw what happened. I, I, the only thing I fear is that next week, and I don't want to get through. I know we got a preview show on Thursday. Is that the game plan? will be so conservative because we know that Denver is really not a good team and they can give you some things as well. And we don't want to really lose the game. Go out there and win the game. Play not to lose. Go out there and win. We saw this kid can flourish if you do that. Let's see it again next week. I'm I'm, I'm not proclaiming him to be anything, but still, let's see it next week and and let's go from there. Like Herm Edwards said, you play to win the game. Yep, That's that's how we got to go about it. And this coaching staff has a lot to prove, starting with solid but folks that will do it for tonight we'll you'll hear plenty from us this week we will be back midweek with our good buddy ally on his own newsday jets beat reporter love al we'll talk to him we got the thursday preview show check it check me out in the, the twitter spaces this week uh the big shout out to the red eye twitter spaces i don't know what red eye stands for i got a red eye after uh Freaking last night, not sleeping. It feels like I'm on a red eye all day today. But my good buddy, Nick Spano, jokes, uh, the miserable soul, Donnie, that he is. The, the whole gang, check us out if you want to talk to us. Great people. Leave us that five-star review. Follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to everyone real soon. Keep the faith. As always, go Jets. Go Jets.